1: fit for a queen welcome back to fit for a queen we are so excited to have katherine Huey in studio today Woo. let me tell you about Catherine. she is a former fitness competitor and recovered eating disorder athlete As an ACE-certified group fitness instructor and ACE-certified personal trainer, Catherine works with patient care teams to integrate health-focused and body-positive solutions into lifestyle plans that stress the importance of intuitive exercise. She's committed to the increased recognition of exercise professionals for their distinct roles in medical health fitness and sports performance fields most recently Catherine served as the executive director of the coalition for the registration of exercise professionals and Catherine is a certified body combat body pump cx work sprint and grit les mills instructor geez you make me sound good you are good (laughs) good. that's why we have you in here only the best (laughs) welcome to the studio thank you So, Catherine, tell us a little bit about your journey into the fitness industry and how you came to be co-owner of Tribe Fitness.
2: Okay. Um, Well, I've always been an active person from, like, just a little toddler to grade school. My dad would always take me on runs with him. So I've always been, like, outdoors doing stuff, Um, except for those, like, couple years in college kind of – ran after guys instead of, you know, actually working out. It's still working. workout. It's a good hobby, right? <laughs> um, I started running cross country and track in high school and kind of continued that once I got done with the whole boy crazy thing in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I graduated college, came back to Kansas City and like, I was like, okay, maybe I could find some friends, joined a local gym and kind of became the ultimate cardio queen. Any, any activity like elliptical machine, mm-hmm. treadmill, bike, you name it. I loved it. I did it. All the time. On. It. Like, oh my God. I can't even tell you how many TV shows I'd watch, like the entire series oh just on the old school machine. I could just go for hours. Okay. Why? Don't know. That was just not, not a good idea. <laughs> so um, I started training for a half marathon because it wasn't really kind of keeping my, my, my interest much. Um, and I, an instructor came out from one of the classes and said, hey, I see you here all the time. Why don't you come take a class? And I was like, wow, is that, <laughs> well, that a good thing here? that you see me all the time? <laughs> like, well, maybe? Like, I don't know about that. Um, so little did I know that would actually, like, totally change the course of the rest of my life. Wow. Um, I totally loved the whole group exercise. It's... Um, It's all about camaraderie. It's a kind of competitive challenge, but it kind of keeps you in check. Mm -hmm. The music, I'm really not musically oriented. Like, I like to move. It doesn't always look that good, but (laughs) I like (laughs) to do it anyways. The the people, more than anything, it took from it being like an individual kind of sport um, movement, to actually like an enjoyment and... More than just exercise, it became a fun hobby, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it became more than just me, myself, and I. I got to meet new people and challenge my body in ways I didn't know I could do. Um, after my second half marathon, I went underwent hip surgery, and that same instructor that invited me to my first class, that checked in with me all the time, the people, the friendships that I made in classes. Um, always checked in. That was something I like never even had was like sports teams before. Mm -hmm. Like they were more concerned about like their progress in it than like making it a group kind of thing, a team atmosphere. A tribe. Yeah. A tribe. (laughs) 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 Um, So once I kind of got back on my feet, Dawn, the instructor, you'll hear lots about Dawn, um, she said, hey, why don't you sub for my class? Why don't you learn to be a teacher? I was like, what? (laughs) You funny. (laughs) No, I'm good. Like, I'll just sit in the back. No, thank you. Um, So long story short, um, never say never, ever. (laughs) Um, Four certifications, four years of competitive um, fitness training training. I kind of fell in love with the group exercise, and that kind of, from there, snowballed, and the industry in Kansas City changed a little bit over the past couple years from big, big, big box gyms to more of that Mm -hmm. boutique, small Mm -hmm. fitness studio kind of atmosphere. And so we decided one day over lunch a year and a half ago to say, hey, why don't we just like, I don't know, start our own place? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so now it's like we started in February of 2017. So we've hit our first year.
1: Yay! Yay. congrats! congrats. Yes. anniversary. Thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that feels it feels good. So that kind of gets you, give you a little glimpse into kind of how we we wanted to create what I kind of found in group exercise mm-hmm. in our own little place, and not have it be part of a big big box gym. Mm-hmm.
0: Love it. Yeah, yeah. And boy, you're in such a, a tough area with the fitness industry because it can kind of normalize disorder, right? Yeah, so tell us how you're kind of changing the messages that are out there. What do you want to be um, an advocate for, and how is your messaging in your gym different than others? Okay, um, right now, I think that there's when you think about a gym,
2: like when you think, okay, like close your eyes, and what do you see? usually imagery. Stinky yeah, stinky sweat. <laughs> Big like bro men lifting heavy weights and slamming them down. Well, that's not really what I foresee as fitness or exercise. Usually you think of like weight loss and like grueling boot camps and getting hurt. And for many people, something they don't talk about is kind of maybe the shame they feel. So either they, they don't fit in or they feel like they're never going to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of disappointing to me as a fitness professional because it's not just about looking a certain way. To me, Mm -hmm. exercise is about making something how you feel and have it be a more internal process than an external process. Um, It takes the average person seven times if they've never been an active person to walk up to a gym door and they leave before they actually walk in and like that's not to me that's like heartbreaking yeah it's intimidating so it trying to create a space at one tribe that really does open it up for everyone whether you've been active forever or this is your first time or maybe you have a very difficult relationship with exercise Mm -hmm. or or with food but um really the imagery and the messages that I feel like you get from a big box gym, whether that be nonverbal or verbal, um, whatever that constitutes of, um, it's kind of like an unrealistic. And I think it kind of in a broader sense comes down to an industry that maybe has lost its mission mm-hmm. in essence. Mm-hmm. Um their their motto isn't changing with with the times of what the needs of the what are the needs of the members or needs of everyone is. Mm-hmm. Um that be better, be thinner, do more, um, lose weight, lift heavier, run faster. Like no pain, that, no gain. Yes, exactly. Like those sort of mantras, those sort of mottos that are, you know, anywhere. Every Pinterest board, if you type fitness in, is <laughs> mm-hmm. like a plethora of it. Like you just you can't escape it. And if you've never experienced a gym and you type in, you know, Google, gym, those sort of images. That's all you see. Yeah. You don't see like the dark side about it. And so I feel like the that mantra isn't working for most people, let alone females mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. all. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So okay. I feel like the stereotypes mm-hmm. that gyms and trainers ha- kind of perpetuate, they're actually creating that barrier mm-hmm. to a, a healthier lifestyle instead of making it easier. Mm-hmm. And so at One Tribe, we kind of take away that barrier we are body positive, intuitive exercise, yeah, intuitive yeah, yeah. eating, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff that creates a a more rounded wellness of an individual and not just focused on how many reps did you, man, how, many, you know, how much can you yeah. lift or how much ma- did you do more of those or whatever the CrossFit or workout of the day is like that's a, you are more in tune to what your body is telling you that day mm-hmm. and what it what it needs because that could be. That could be different from day to day. And so much of the, you know, clean eating that you get at gym kind of stuff isn't about listening to your body. It's okay eating the same thing every day at the same time when it really today you might need something different than mm-hmm. you do, than you do tomorrow. Today you, 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 didn't, you did a whole lot more than you normally do and you're proud of the strength and that you feel. Mm-hmm. And then maybe tomorrow you need to refuel more because your body's growing that muscle. Your body's actually mm-hmm. using the hard work that you're putting into it. So, mm-hmm. um, that, that kind of answers your question ish. around yeah. well, about,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you and I have talked about this of like those things, which you guys are doing like evidence-based and yes. things that work, but what is it about the ones this fitness industry of the clean eating and no pain no gain like what is like drinking the fitness juice <laughs> like, yes. Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid, of like we know it's not working but it's that is that is the majority yeah, that's... of what the messages are like why why is that
2: they're shaming them <laughs> into it mm-hmm. Yeah cuz I think it's it's pervasive in everything everything you see and do I think it kind of goes back to the even just marketing of anything whether that be clothing whether that be new techie headphones all of those images really focus on a specific body type and a specific level of athlete and for a lot of people that's just not attainable or realistic based on lives and genetics and really what their goals are in life um One of the things like during my recovery, I always got asked, you know, are you are you being present in what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people just kind of push and go because that's what they see other people doing. Mm -hmm. They see athletes doing it. They see, oh, man, you know, I've got a concussion. But, you know, coach put me back out there or. You know, that's not paying attention to what your body is telling Mm -hmm. you. So anything from being a young sports person and like sports performance to, you know, going to the gym and you're seeing all these other people who are like on the treadmills dying. Like that's not that you see that. So you feel like you should be doing it. Um, I feel like some of that stuff, sometimes it feels like really overwhelming. Well, how do you fix how do you fix that from those people that, you know, feel like this really is a big enough problem to to address I think that kind of comes internally from like a f- the fitness profession, almost kind of saying whole weight, like what, e- what exactly are we trying to perpetuate? Mm-hmm. If we, if we want to be part of the healthcare teams, if we want those sort of things as a, as a career, as a group, then we need to say, okay, if we want to be able to refer to a doctor, we need to perpetuate healthy lifestyles not right. lifestyles that are unattainable or detrimental to you
0: mm-hmm. um, you yeah, there's been a lot of controversy right now mm-hmm. if we should actually start having individuals at Jim be held accountable if they mm-hmm. know somebody's coming in yep. almost to the equivalency oh, equivalency that's why I just made up a word there that's okay, Qu- okay yeah. it sounded funny <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you're saying um, it of you know when we know somebody's coming into a bar that's an alcoholic and you're serving yep. them a drink is that bartender yeah. Yeah. held responsible? So mm-hmm. it, you're right. There needs to be a major shift. I'll never forget, I grew up playing basketball, so I was always on the court. So the first time I transitioned to a reg- regular gym, I show up in my baggy basketball <laughs> shorts, no yeah. makeup, you know, my cutoff shirt. And all these girls just look beautiful mm-hmm. to go to the gym. <laughs> I'm like, eh, turn it around. This one's not for not me. my place. <laughs> Right, it's so intimidating. I was, yes. I went
1: to a, I think a gym postpartum, and I'm like wearing my cutoffs, like shirts, yeah. and they're all in like, and they didn't sweat either. No. I'm like, I this, these oh. are my people, right? <laughs> I'm <am> like drenched <laughs> and disgusting. You're like I don't glisten, I drip.
2: <laughs> I don't sparkle. It's just wet.
1: <laughs> of blood. No, but I think
2: to your point, Becca, there needs to be some sort of accountability. To fitness professionals of saying like look like that's what we do at one tribe like that's because it's my background we're very cognizant of kind of trigger things and if we are working with a healthcare team um with clients making sure that it's an, an effective piece of recovery um and kind of learning how to pay attention to your body and that's more than just you know nutrition and stuff it's how you move all the time mm-hmm. um so it, it's it's I wish there was a little bit more in the industry about, okay, what are actually are we perpetuating? There was an article, um, ACE, um, in conjunction with IDEA, which is a international, um, Association for um, fitness studios and professionals they did um, they do a monthly journal article um, and two or three months ago I think it was back in February they did a um, article about um, body image reset it was called a call for change among fitness professionals and I was like oh my gosh yes whipped it out like I didn't even wait to get inside I was like oh my god I gotta read this mm-hmm. like finally finally someone else besides me feels like there needs to be mm-hmm. some sort of change mm-hmm. and I was so excited. It was probably like the total, like the biggest letdown Oh, because the article, I mean, it was addressing good things, yeah. like some of these, like you have to hold yourself accountable and as a fitness professional, you need to um, be healthy inside and outside. And so it did address some of those more nuanced sort of things, um, but it didn't, the messages were so conflicting. it I mean, one article talked about youth and athletes and there were two youth pictured and it was a young male and a young female and the young male was dressed baggy shorts, baggy t-shirt, like a kid who's going to go out and play some soccer. Mm -hmm. Great. Awesome. Like that Mm -hmm. was a good depiction of what that looks like. And the girl standing in the picture was maybe 12 or 13, low cut top, hair done, makeup done, Mm -hmm. high heeled tennis shoes. And I (laughs) just, yeah. Sorry. No, like that. (laughs) It was, it was, it was laughable. What is she going like, to get done
1: in shoes? <laughs> Thank you. Like
2: what, but what is that? Stand on side What like. does that look like? Right. You know? Like then if, as a fitness professional, I'm, I'm of course like, oh my God, seriously, like right. she's in high heels. That's not going to work. But to any sort of other person that just, you wouldn't notice it. Or a little and girl that, like my daughter. She's going to look at that. Is that, that what
0: I'm supposed to look like yes. when I go to practice? Yes.
2: Yeah. Like that's not. So and you we don't want to perpetuate that. Yes, next, next to that,
1: to that marketing. So then, how does that
2: yeah. pot meat kettle? Mm-hmm. Like you can't say we need change and we need a different perspective if we're going to still put those sort of right. images mm-hmm. out there. So Absolutely. it's hmm. yeah. So it's, it's a very I think it's a complex one, but I'm glad that like we start having
0: these sort of discussions because mm-hmm. then it can happen.
2: And that's why we
0: need more individuals like you to be out there. I forget the stats and you can help me like up to 60% of dietetic students either come in with a disordered background or develop it during their their education mm-hmm. and career mm-hmm. in the fitness industry. I believe it's even higher uh, yeah. upwards in the 70. And so they're going around treating people not healthy themselves. And are we yeah. breeding generations of that? Yeah. So they're actually calling for some screening if somebody's entering into a dietetic program. So, I mean, your voice is extremely powerful and needed. Yeah.
2: Because uh-huh. no, it just, we um there was a Kansas City Fitness Expo. Uh-huh. So the first one of those happened a couple weeks ago. And once again, I was like super excited because, <laughs> in my opinion, fitness is for everyone. It's not about you know, fitness competitions. It's not always about sports performance. It's let's just move like Mm -hmm. we don't need to be a sedentary species. Mm -hmm. We are meant to move around. So let's let's get active. Let's figure it out. Um, And it was. I think we need that sort of event because it draws awareness to what's out there in your community, because, you know, every January hits and every, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. John Doe and Betty Smith, you know, go join a local gym. And then three weeks later, they're Disgusted, They can't get a, a, on a treadmill. They don't know what they're doing. They get frustrated, and they stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, those are the prime people that need help like that of where can you go? What sort of options are out there? What's going to fit best in my schedule and be the healthiest option for me? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the event was very... Um, muscle focused mm. so a lot of the um, community based programs like YMCA um, local running clubs those sort of things weren't a part of that mm. and so it kind of mm. became a um, like a who's who in bodybuilding mm. which is great like if you're a bodybuilder and that's something and you can do that healthy healthy for you awesome mm-hmm. but as a demonstration of what options are out there for anyone just maybe not the best option (laughs) just because it it doesn't it doesn't teach you as someone who's not active that there are so many other options besides that Mm right out there Mm -hmm. like it just it's not um, very skewed very skewed yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. like there's some there's some organizations and companies like supplement superstore and they do a great job like they just uh, embracing where you where you're at Mm -hmm. and kind of helping you guide it but those sort of places are really like far and few between. Like sometimes I feel like we're like these two little lone ducks out there like, <laughs> hey!
0: Like, well, and then had it been your you know, future or younger self that had walked in there, yeah. that little bug in your head that questioned if something was off would have gotten normalized yes. and then you wouldn't yeah. have seeked the help that you needed at that point and that mm. you probably were trying to get by going somewhere like that. Yes.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like if you wanted to see a different lifestyle, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. And those gym stereotypes that we just talked about were like just deafening like all of that imagery all Void of rage. that was there yeah like you walk in and it's like well that's not for me and then you think movement isn't for you Then mm-hmm. that's it's like an all or nothing mm-hmm. and that's so not what it that's so not what fitness should be about that's not what movement should be about
1: right absolutely um, so, Catherine, how did you... What steps did you take to develop kind of a healthier relationship with your body and movement and activity?
2: Yeah. Um, as Becca mentioned, I um, was a com- fitness competitor for mm-hmm. three years. And I thought that was like accepted the challenge. And I was going to become like the best version of me. Yeah, <laughs> watch this. And I am not that kind of person. Like, did you do I'm- that on stage? <laughs> no, like the thought of like, putting like a little thing on and strutting around on stage in these heels like now just absolutely terrifies <laughs> me I don't know what possessed me but like that was a good idea and this would be like a great display of my strength but it was once again yes I no. drank the Kool-Aid <laughs> it was everything I was around the behavior was normalized yeah. so why like why would I not like mm. I'm at the gym you know why would I not do that um so I did that um Winning was addictive. Mm -hmm. And I have like that very addictive personality. I'm very type A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like totally tweaks the yes. I worked hard, I should achieve this. Mm -hmm. So I work hard. I should I should get that, right? Mm -hmm. You should win. I should win, yeah. So you know, you you win a couple and you're like, Yeah, I'm awesome. And then you realize, yeah, maybe maybe this is strange. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe my family, you know, Stop inviting me to dinner because they got offended. I would bring my own food. Mm. Maybe I haven't gone out to a restaurant in like a year because it's too hard. Mm-hmm. It's like all right. And my sister, uh my one of my last com- the last competition, um, I had eaten the same thing every meal over and over again. And I'm sorry for all of the eggs I've eaten and for all the chickens I've killed because of <laughs> how many e- eggs and chicken that I've had. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I didn't want she so back to my sister, I guess. um, I never thought I had a problem. like it it just became normal. Like mm-hmm. I would always be the last one to order at a, a restaurant because I wanted to see what everyone else got. and, you know, I'd order and say, by the way, I don't need any butter, and that broccoli garlic thing, I just need it steamed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, don't put butter in the water because maybe like, like what? And my it might family, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> my family is staring at me like, "Oh my god, this again? Like really?" Yeah, yeah. So my sister um, refused to come to my last show, mm-hmm. and my sister is my twin mm-hmm. and my best friend. And I was like, "Wait, this is not. That's this is not normal." Um, so it kind of made me pause and look back, look and say, "Okay, what's really like? What's really going on here?" Um, she'd been hospitalized when we were in high school um, with anorexia. And so she came from a very um, caring place. Mm -hmm. Um, One that was not, you have a problem, it needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. But it was a, I'm worried about these behaviors that I'm seeing, I'm not certain this is like gonna benefit you in the long term, it may feel good right now, but you know, in a couple years, where do you wanna be? Mm -hmm. So she kind of reframed the gist, I need to win now, I need to do this. and it, I didn't want to admit that I was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a while. It took a while to say, "Hey, like, I really, I do want my friends. I do want to be around my family and not feel, because it's those people that are there in the end. It's your friends and into your family. And if you're not present with them, then you you miss all that. Mm-hmm. And you know, my trainer and the people I trained with, they weren't there." It were the people from class that cared about balance and cared about you as a person and not just how much you could lift or if you won or if you didn't win. Um, But turns out that, you know, disordered eating comes in many different shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. and when you least expect it. Um, I worked hard for two years in therapy on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Poor Becca probably knows way more about me than she ever should want (laughs) to know about me. Um, But I think it helped me like work on becoming that better version of myself. And you think that's going to come from one more pound, one more um, percentage body fat, one more rep, Mm -hmm. one more set, one more workout, Mm -hmm. one more minute. And it it isn't about that. It's kind of becoming true to who you are. And what your capabilities are and it isn't about clean eating and and brutal workouts it's about fueling your body for what you need to get done and not because someone's telling you to stay within your macros because that may not be what what you what you need right yeah
0: and that may not fit for life that day especially yeah. if it's a birthday dinner or yes. something yes yeah
2: like you should be present with that yeah <clears throat>
0: yeah like Catherine had last week yeah thanks mm-hmm. so now I'm officially <laughs> old
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know but it's like I, but for the same token I love and hate Facebook all at the same time but you know those memories that come up yeah. and they're like oh three years ago and it's my thirtieth birthday and I'm like oh my god and I look back and I'm like not there. Mm. And I remember being super stressed out that we were going to dinner, mm-hmm. and we were going to this really nice restaurant, and my mom had, like, worked really hard to get like, a surprise together, and I was going to have to eat everything that was in front of me, mm-hmm. and everything that came. And that, like, nearly just made it impossible to enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we had she had us over for dinner, and I'm like, bring it on! <laughs> Is that all the cupcakes you got, Mom? You might need more. <laughs> like, it, it feels... I'm more me. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's been a, a road, but a road worth every every down and every up, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well. And I'm going to look at Becca and she'll make me cry. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Man, just love you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> says so
1: much for your journey and your story and, like, helping others, too, that are trying to find
0: their place um, and their spot. So... And I've been to her gym and just watching uh-huh, yeah. the group of it's not all women, too. She's got yeah. men that are there yeah. and they're all laughing and they call each other family and they they meet for events. You can tell that it's not just like I used to say gyms were meat markets. Well, for them, it's a meat market. It's meeting friends and family. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So how yeah. are you guys a bit different then?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Becca said, it's it's a fit family. Like mm-hmm. when you when you come in, we we know who you are. I may mispronounce your name, <laughs> or I may say, "Hey, I, I know who you are," and then I'll get your name right. Um, but really, it's about um, all body positive imagery, kind of redefining fitness and what that actually looks like, and how more than what it looks like, it's how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, It's healthy as a journey that looks different for absolutely everybody, because your journey is different than Mm -hmm. yours, Becca and Karen. Like it's everyone's different, Mm -hmm. and so what that looks like is going to be different. Um, So our goal is to support our members where they're at and wherever, whatever goals they they may have, but we don't have scales. If you, ask, woof woof. And, <laughs> if you ask me for it, I'm probably going to drill you as to why you want to be on it. <laughs> and then I get, like, laser eyes from some people, and I was like, no, like, there's not, how do you feel? Like, do you feel good? Do you not feel good? Like, that shouldn't, your mentality that day shouldn't be focused or tied to some arbitrary gravitational pull on a scale that it should be like, okay, are you healthy or are you not healthy? It shouldn't be. A oh, a weight factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the number factor. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we don't focus on the external, so you'll hear like a lot of cues that are more like power building than oh get this get your get your six pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like no, you know, do you feel stronger? Do you feel um do you feel your muscles contracting? Those sort of things that get you more in tune with what your body's mm-hmm. actually doing instead of what you want it to look like at some point. Mm-hmm. Um I guess it's like focus on the feels. Like, um, are you using proper form? Are you using um, movement in the proper doses? Are you fueling your body to help with that? Like, let's say you are really busy today and you skip lunch. Well, about halfway through your workout, you're going to feel real not good. Yeah. And at mm-hmm. that point, it's like, adios. Mm-hmm. I will tell you to leave. Please stop. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Because you're not going to get, your body's not going to get what it needs to if you're not paying attention to those things Mm -hmm, so um, and fueling your body and how it helps inside out um, it's not always just about the physical it's about the emotional journey of that and there's a lot of there's a lot of that Mm -hmm. I always feel like some of the like most like breakthrough moments I had in my own recovery I teach body combat and it's a mixed martial arts class and There were a lot of days that, you know, Ed was like standing there and I could just wail on it, Mm -hmm. like just, and for me, it was not only a physical release, but an emotional release that I was actually like fighting for who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it wasn't just a class. It was an experience. It was, it was a, yeah, it was a personal experience. And I think we try to build that into all of our classes so that exercise should be fun. Movement should right. be enjoyable. Yeah. Like, who wants to go on a treadmill for an hour?
0: Treadmill! Oh, yes! That's what I call it! <laughs> oh my
2: gosh, it's horrible. Like, no one wants that. And no you offer some that. free classes.
0: They can try them out, right? Yeah, we
2: do. So we have nine different formats of classes. Anything from your strength training classes to your high intensity interval training classes. But um, you can try it, it amount of classes you want for seven days for free just because we want you to fit just as much as we fit with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you kind of get an idea of who the regulars are and if you're in their spot or not because you know that matters. <laughs> <laughs> <They've> got, <laughs> it's like church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get out <of> my pew. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's I think some of the atmosphere care that you're asking about everyone kind of is becomes friends like we all go out and hang out together and families hang out together and mm-hmm. it's we, like, watch KU games together. Like, it's yeah. just that that sort of community, community. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not, I checked in, and the guy at the front doesn't know my name. And, you know, you go to some gym, and they sit you down with that fitness consultant, which I don't even like that phrase. Um, and they've got the piece of paper, and they're just, like, basically checkmarking off what things they have to ask you. And they're like, how can we help you start your fitness journey? And you're like, yeah, this isn't the start. <laughs> and like no, so it's like there's so many people that I've tried or I've not tried, and so it's it's trying to figure out and be that open place. Like we just no topics off limits, and mm-hmm. we're goofy. I'm a goofy person. I make fun of myself every yes, day. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're not laughing
2: and having fun, I just you won't like it. So if you don't like having fun,
1: it's, 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 it's not, not your play. It's not for you. <laughs> I love that you're like encouraging this connection to body, you know, ex- yeah. like exercise and disordered eating is so disconnected, mm, but we're yes. like, okay, what is your body doing? How are you feeling today? Um, what muscles are you using? And that's practice that we're not. I mean, we're such a disconnected from our body. Society right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that is, like, very new and different. Like, I don't know, what what is my body doing right now? How am I feeling? <laughs> like, I'm just surviving the day, right? But yeah. that's, that takes practice. Yeah, like, really. it teaches
2: you to, like, check in. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I like about the class formats that we have, it's called Smart Start, and that's kind of how we approach it. So whether you are been moving for a long time, or you're just kind of getting back into it or never done it before, we, at at every point, every, like, about three to five minutes in a class, we, like, check in. How you doing? How you feeling? Anything going not right? And then usually if it's someone who hasn't been active or I'm working with them on a one-by-one kind of basis, like, halfway through class, see you later. Mm -hmm. Like, just because a class is 60 minutes doesn't mean that's what you need. Mm -hmm. So why, like, why do you, why, when did that become... A thing
1: I wish I could sit out of like an hour and a half yoga,
0: like what? Thank you. My, like, who wants to do yoga? For an hour and a half. I usually I either fall asleep or I get distracted <laughs> and, like, oh, wait, wait, whoops, we're in a different pose now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh. can I bring my post it note You're next right. to my yoga mat just in case I remember something I gotta do later? <laughs>
0: Right. It's not that I've I ever done that. I love that. <laughs> can be so long, I can't
1: do it. <laughs> yeah, but it's very
2: much, we, like, there's no phones on the floor. Like, when you're in a class, that you, this is you. This is your time to be you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of moms that come in, and that's, like, their me time. Mm-hmm. Like, I get to, like, actually enjoy and hang out with my friends while doing something that benefits
0: Without a kid on the back. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Catherine. So here's the toughest question of all. Oh, <laughs> we always ask every interviewee, "How do you live out the fit philosophy? Okay. Balancing that performance, Ooh. health, <laughs> intellect, and time for self." Well, I try every day. Does that count? <laughs> <Absolutely>, <laughs> Sometimes right. it's not
2: successful. <laughs> um, I guess for me, it's like as an instructor, it's my job to perform for for every class, whether that's my energy, whether that's my technique. I am there to help you get through your stuff. Mm -hmm. So to do that, I have to practice everything I preach, which some days is really easy and some days is really hard. So I, I have to fuel my body appropriately, just like I'm trying to tell other people to do. And I have to monitor my movement and how many classes I'm doing so that I don't burn out so that I can Mm -hmm. actually give you that, give you what you need. That's Mm -hmm. why you're coming. Um, And I guess it's all about health, um, whether that's um, inside or outside of my body. Uh, I can't bring my best to class and motivate my fit family if I don't take care of myself emotionally and physically. Um, I'm accountable not only to me, Mm -hmm. but um, to the family that we created. So I guess in that sort of philosophy, I kind of have to touch base with myself. On a daily basis, of what's what's going on, and am I am I am I doing okay? Because mm-hmm. um, whatever we create, especially at the studio or even for myself, they return. So when you put that energy out, most likely you get that sort of mm-hmm. energy back, and that that refuels me. When I teach a good class or when I like put it all out there, and someone says thank you, that is all two words. That is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's worth everything Mm -hmm. to me Um, like one yeah it just that sort of emotional intellectual knowledge of how my movement and fueling helps other people if that makes sense
0: modeling it yeah yeah
2: yeah like it's that constant reminder and that and the honesty to tell them when I'm not when saying I'm not I'm not at my best today, mm-hmm. and I think we're so caught up sometimes in the, oh I'm perfect I can be perfect I can be I can do I can be everything to all people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just realistically not true. Like there's no way.
0: You're setting yourself up right. For, yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of how I live the the fit. I like I the,
0: fit. So the fit. So she's got fit. her fit family, and then the people we interview are now part of our fit. fit. Family. Yeah, family. Yeah. Welcome yes. to the. Fit, yeah, fit. Your fit family's part of our fit family. <laughs> 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 well, Catherine, thanks so much. For Thank you guys for coming in today.
1: Where can we find find you at? Where's Tribe at?
0: A tribe is at um, One
2: Tribe Fitness. Mm-hmm. That's we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, tribe Fitness Kansas City with a one as mm-hmm. the I. That's yeah. The indicator because mm-hmm. we're all one tribe together. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Um,
2: yeah. So check us out and both like fun videos on Facebook and just pardon us you know we don't have to wear all the stuff that matches in class so you'll see a bunch of normal people working out alert (laughs) I feel like there should be an attention normal people working out
0: yeah well we'll put it in the show notes they can (laughs) can find you awesome thank you for for having me
1: and going against the grain a bit we appreciate it thank you coming in studio today
0: welcome have a good one bye queens bye
1: Thank you to our sponsor today, Sentimano Counseling. Sentimano Counseling is the premier perinatal mental health practice in Kansas City, treating mood disorders during pregnancy and postpartum, perinatal loss, infertility, eating, and exercise disorders. Go to sentimano.com for further information about the practice and services. For additional information on today's topic and guests, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fit4Queen. And hashtag Fit for Queen. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes. We can't wait for you to join us next time on Fit for a Queen. Bye, Queens.